Welcome everyone to Soul Back. This is the RV Podcast. As promised, we're back after a two-week hiatus. We promised that we would have more episodes, and uh, here we are in the flesh with the Omarion variant still running wild, Tom. Can we begin with a shout-out? Yes, we can. Let's get this right out of the way, Ed. We need to shout-out Kenny Lattimore, our guy. There's yeah, someone. Yeah, Kenny. There's someone on social media somewhere in the universe waiting on to diss us for not shouting out Kenny Lattimore. But that's <laughs> our guy. We love Kenny Lattimore. If we don't mention him, though, within a podcast, we get called out. That's just how it is. I know. But as I've said a million times, one of the best voices of the past 30 years, yes. Kenny is my guy. Yeah. And Tom, he dropped some fun facts for us. He did. About the Music oh, Soul yes, Child record? Oh, in the interview. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I That was fun. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But I just wanted to make sure we shouted that out. It, I don't know if this guy listens to the whole episode or not, Ed. You know, we just got to make sure we get that out of the way. I'm sure he won't praise us, but, you know. It'll, be, it'll be about damn time. <laughs> Kyle, um, hey, Kyle, Instagram says you're on mute. I'm on mute. You guys, can they hear you? I guess. It says Kyle is on mute. Damn, they're trying to trying to shut me off already. And that whole shout out went for nothing, man. We we tried our best and it still didn't work out. Yeah, that's a no, shame. No, I think they heard us. I just don't think they heard Kyle. <laughs> they can hear me now, though. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Instagram, let us know if you can hear all three of the crew. They can definitely hear me now. I guess. They haven't said anything yet. Let me know. Okay. You're all, all good now. Uh, all right. Well, you, you can fix that. The oh, screen I got you. I got you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this on YouTube. It's a lot better. <laughs> Hello, uh, Rusty here. It's all good. It's all good. Anywho, uh, shout outs to Kenny Lattimore. Uh, we'll get into Kenny Lattimore later. Uh, and for the guy that was watching, waiting for us to shout out Kenny, Kenny Lattimore. There you go. But we have a lot to talk about, guys, in R&B. But I want to start off with some breaking news when it comes to food. I just found this <laughs> out recently, but apparently this has been going on for a long time. Uh, first of all, get that oh JD God. vegan ice cream. I None of us can get our hands on it at this moment. I'm going to get it somehow. Okay. We're gonna, I'm going to yeah, eat so it live. If anybody has tried time. this, let us know how it is, because we cannot find it in any of the three locations we live Ed, in. Ed, I'm going to eat apple butter and peach cobbler live on video for the first time i'm going to try those two things wow mixed with vegan ice cream it's gonna be a, a great experience no it will be the last experience if do not do that <laughs> that is way too much <laughs> all right well as we talk about food we have to start off by talking i didn't know this taco bell sells chicken wings is how long has this been going on I mean, it hasn't been going on very long, but yes, it's a thing. Taco Bell is selling chicken wings. And what a player does not understand is this. If you don't know, there's been a chicken wing shortage in the world, mm. apparently. So how does Taco Bell get chicken wings? They don't even have chickens. Listen, Kyle, I wouldn't know that information. The last time I was at Taco <laughs> Bell, you were there with me. Yes. So and <laughs> that put an end to that. So this is not going to bring me back, unfortunately. Maybe if it was dry... Grilled chicken, Ed. I'd be, oh, be the first God. in line. Oh, man. I would be there. Oh, you'll be you'll be the first and the last in line. <laughs> I have never seen a man that wants his food to taste like construction paper. Like, let's move on. Time <laughs> to move on. All right. Uh, the other thing that Tom mentioned in our group chat that I want to bring up here, uh, Fat Joe has a partnership with White Castle. Tom? Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Will you be trying this live on camera? What's going on here? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, guys. I love Fat Joe. That's that's the homie, but man, I can't even discuss this with a straight face. Sloppy Joe, Spicy Joe, and uh, uh, wait, it's Joanuary, Ed. Joanuary, spell it. Spell Joanuary. You get a free Sloppy Joe if you can smell a Joanuary. Y'all try it too hard. Oh. Uh, can we move on? Play. I, 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 well, play. Play. Do you remember when the rappers used to rap? Why does everybody have to be a weirdo influencer? Can you just give me an LP? That's all I want. I don't want I mean, your sloppy jokes. I don't want your ice cream. Give me some music. What happened to that? 
I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it kind of feels like he's just trying to earn a check real quick. And, you know. Oh, you don't hopefully, say. Hopefully no one notices. <laughs> you don't say. You're trying to I'm get just... them sloppy Joe dollars. Hey, man. <laughs> Tom, next week, along with your ice cream, you're going to have a sloppy Joe. And I want What's Love playing in the background. Listen, we, Kyle. Let's make that I happen. Just ate, I just ate a pack of Fig Newtons. I'm feeling, I'm feeling very good right now. I'm you're feeling gonna go good? I'm going to to the club. <laughs> And and I'm that's, immune to everything right now. That's that Khalees diet. Eat Listen, some let's not. You don't have to worry about COVID. <laughs> moving on, moving Relax, on. Relax, guys. Okay, so Send your tweets to ET Bowser. You know how it goes. All right, all right. Uh, I want to play a game with you guys. I've been hyping this game up. I want the people that are watching, tuning in, listening, whether it's live right now on YouTube and Instagram, or later on, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music and all those great platforms. I want to play a game. It's called, and you guys will be excited about this. This is the 90s and 2000s male R&B edition of this. It's which table are you sitting at? Oh, I love these. I love I, these. Oh. I, I have four tables here, three seats, or three songs at each table. I want okay. you guys to tell me which table you'll be sitting at. Wait, what I'm is the criteria for call. selecting? Whatever is your it, preference is. Yeah, what what you is like. Your, your, your favorite one of those or yeah like, your favorite one of those okay. which yeah which table will you be having those sloppy joes at <laughs> oh my god the with table the... closest to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm gonna repeat these twice so don't get too excited write here. them down Go you're gonna write them down wow okay <laughs> i'm serious about this player all right uh table one joe i want to know mm. cisco incomplete Jagged Edge, gotta be. That is table one. A good table. Table a, two. That was a slow table. But Tom, all of these are slow tables. It's, it's the ballot edition. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. I'm out. Table two. Case, Happily Ever After. John B., They Don't Know. And Boys to Men, End of the Road. Mm, that's a strong table. Table three. Brian McKnight, anytime. Usher, you got it bad. Tyrese, sweet lady. Oh, Ooh. table number four. Darnell Jones, and we'll get in. We'll get into the Darnell later because we got to talk about Abel, Aubrey, Audrey. We're gonna talk about all those guys. A lot of government names. So Darnell Jones, where I want to be. One twelve, Cupid and genuine differences do we need to repeat that for everyone out here let's let, let me repeat this one time just repeat so it one more time just so we get this cleared so table one is joe i want to know cisco incomplete jagged edge gotta be table two case happily ever after john b they don't know boys to men end of the road table three Brian McKnight, anytime. Usher, you got it bad. Tyrese, sweet lady. Table number four, Donnell Jones, where I want to be. 112, Cupid, and Genuine, my whole life. That's what now, people call it. Am I allowed my to point out life. that some of these were not 90s songs? Yeah, I said 90s and 2000s. Oh, okay. That was my, that's my saving grace in all of this. Okay. <laughs> all right, it's um, an easy one for first? me. It's an okay. easy one for well, me. Well, I know we know what you're gonna say, Tom. So just go well, ahead. table two is is easily superior to the rest, slightly, uh, slightly, slightly, slightly. What was it? Wait, what was it? John B. Case, and what was the other one? Uh, boys yeah, to men. Pay attention. He just heard John B. It was like <laughs> the table. And uh, boys to men. <laughs> no, I, I would say happily ever after is my favorite case song. Okay. One of the best ballads in the '90s for me. John B's song is probably one of the, my favorite R&B songs of the 90s. I don't love the voice to, to men's song, but I can recognize it for its greatness and lasting power. So it's not an easy question, though. That's just my personal preference. Okay. Ed? All right. I got them all listed out here. All these tables are great, but let me break them down. Table number one is cool. Shout out to Derry. I have to agree with him on this one. I like I Want to Know, but that song kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. It oh. might be just because they overplayed it. I think it's due to the overplaying. So table one is out. 
Table two is incredible, but again, end of the row, I'm a little sick of it. So yeah. it's on the fence. So that leaves three and four. And the only reason I'm going with three over four is because I'm a little, I still love it, but of the six songs here, I think Cupid is the one I'm the most tired of. So, wow. so table three it is. Hmm. I don't uh, I don't you got a bad I haven't listened to that song in, in a decade, probably. Personally. No, I love you. Love it. Incomplete is another song I haven't listened to in well over 10 years. Yeah. Cupid. Some of these slower songs, guys, I've moved on. It's true. Tom can't listen to slow songs anymore. It's Kyle, what's, what, what's your we pick, know. Kyle? See, when I'm looking at this, it's tough. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I might go with table number four, actually. What was four? The Donnell 112 and Genuine. That might That's be my personal be. one. You see, now, if you would have picked Genuine, yeah. I'll do anything. I'm sorry on that on that table. That's, an, that, I, I, I might, <laughs> that's a sleeper hit. We're talking about Smash. That's a sleeper here. hit? That's oh, a sleeper hit. My fault. My fault. Oh, yeah, that's a sleeper hit. I was looking at, like, number one records. But Fair enough. All good. Yeah, I got to go with three, but there is really no wrong answer here. So we all picked a different table. There you go. There you go. I'll... I'll I'll have my uh, I'll have my nuggets in one table, chicken nuggets, Tom. Uh, Ed, what will you be eating at your table? I will have a table full of Sour Patch Kids over with Usher, who is cheating, Tyrese, who is shaving <laughs> his woman's crotch, and oh. Brian McKnight is doing something weird with his wife. And oh. I'm sure Tom will be in the corner eating something that tastes like a pine cone. We're all going to be eating at my table. It's Greek yogurt with some granola mixed in. It's going to be a great oh, time. I- I can't wait for that. Yo, I With don't some think spiked punch. I think uh, I think Case and John B might end up leaving your table if they see that on the menu. <laughs> I guarantee you they will. They might just be like, "I'm out." But Sean Stockman's gonna stick around. Watch. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shoutouts to Sean. Uh, guys, we have a lot to talk about, and that was fun. By the way, we should do that every week. That we'll was good. A, yeah, that was cool. We'll do a female edition next week. We'll do it like the we'll do the Ashanti edition and see what happens to Ed. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm at table zero. All right. Well, uh, a lot of great things to talk about in R and B here, Tom. You recently just you know you made a post about what R and B groups or what R and B artists need to make a comeback, and we saw a lot of great names here. Uh, One Twelve, obviously, a lot of people want to see them back. TGT, Drew Hill. What are some artists that you want to see come back? You know what's interesting? Now that Joe Dissi announced their reunion, yeah. I didn't feel like there was many groups left to reunite or make a comeback. If you yeah. think about it, it's like, who really... I mean, Drew Hill is... It's not the original lineup. We're never going to get the original lineup. Yeah. Shout out to our boy, Woody. We respect you. We respect it. Uh, yeah. 112, it's, it's, yeah, it's, that's not, not, it's not going to happen. That's not looking good. Yeah. So, Ed... I mean, who else really? I'm sure I'm missing some names, but like, who is there? Well, we have Blackstreet. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, are, <laughs> is that gonna happen? Though? That's not gonna happen. Well, I didn't think so. Well, when you think Blackstreet, because they have so many different lineups, like, what is Blackstreet to you? Is it the first album or the second album? Yeah. Well, true. I mean, you could do a whole. You know, Drew Hill, NWO style, all of them. Yeah. And I know Eric Williams isn't a big fan of my boy Teddy right now, so I don't know. Well, now, on, the, on that note, there's Guy. And we were told there would be a Guy album coming. We were told Teddy Riley was back in the mix, and yeah. that didn't happen. True, it's, I remember uh, that. It's tough, though. Like, I think a reunion in terms of coming back together on a tour that's one thing like i think joe is doing that and that's great that's great to see all four of them back on the stage because for the longest time it was casey and jojo and then they started touring as joe to see all four of them and then Devonte dropped out and then casey dropped out and it was just dalvin yeah. and jojo on stage and then recently we saw Devonte back with dalvin and jojo and we we're like all right is casey gonna be in the mix and they've announced all four of them but again i think Getting them back on the stage is one thing, but getting them together and doing an album, 
that itself because it's so it's tough for these artists to do albums at this point tom remember when 112 initially came back together they were on the road for like six years before they even decided to put a record out yeah and it makes sense for artists to do that yeah i gotta go back to casey and jojo though ed do you remember when casey was on someone's security shoulders snatching chicken wings <laughs> I, I, that that will never leave my mind. Oh, man. That, that was like a, a priceless moment of R&B, guys. Dude, <laughs> I will never forget that, the ultimate player please moment. I remember when he was riding a human being around like a, a camel. <laughs> yes, I will not forget that. He grabbed a chicken wing from someone's plate. I couldn't believe it. I can believe it because there's no telling what those two dudes will do. No, but Kyle, we've discussed mostly males here. There's a lot of female groups who are still broken up. I saw Destiny's Child was mm -hmm. mentioned on there i mean obviously escape isn't really back together that's another one yeah um i'm sure there's a bunch of others but in vogue child in vogue, vogue. Oh, yeah the original lineup of in vogue yeah shout out to dawn i don't think that one's happening i saw lucy pearl mentioned that's not happening <laughs> not not happening <laughs> yeah no is it crazy people still want lucy pearl it's been over 20 years they think it's gonna happen that's not yeah I'll tell it's, you what, though. It ain't gonna happen. Do you guys think TGT will happen again at some point? No. You no. don't think so? I think the ship no. has sailed, personally. What do you think? I agree. I think that one has... I mean, if it was five years ago, maybe. At yeah. this point, I don't see it. You don't see it I in mean, terms of it happening or it not making sense at this point? Because you guys got to remember, when, when TGT came together in like 2007, there was hype around that. And then it died off oh, for a I bit because they didn't actually do anything. And then when they came up with the album, that hype kind of came back out. But again, it has been like seven years since that. So yeah, it's been a, a long one. time. I just I don't really see it happen. I mean, if it happens, cool. It's not like we're going to turn down the music if it comes together and it'll be at least solid. But they're just seem to be in different places right now. I just don't see it meshing. Kyle, it's, it's actually interesting to think about like, do you think that could even be a successful thing at this point? Like, could a label make that a success? Is there a marketing strategy that would work in 2022? I, I, I don't like think so. We're in such a weird, different place that it yeah. would Yeah, because streaming has, like, really taken over. So yeah. it's gone to the point where I think those consumers from the 90s, if they're not up on that streaming stuff, and I know a lot of consumers aren't, like that's their audience. You're going to have obviously some younger people tune in some, but yeah, their target audience, they're not really streaming like that. And honestly, for me, streaming doesn't have the same experience when I'm listening to an album, like, you know, an album did back in the day, because it's so easy to just press next and press on another playlist. So that type of music, and I know they're going to be on Atlantic if they put it out, but that's, that's a tough ask from anyone right now. Like you can't really be putting out yeah. albums anymore like that. No, now it's I a whole different say. playing field. I just don't really see it working. And it makes me sad because, as you guys know, I'm an album guy. I review them. I fuss about them. But we're losing that platform for that creativity for artists that I feel like would really thrive. And I think if TGT came out, they would do better in an album format than just this 38 playlist thing that we're stuck in right now. Now, Ed, I don't know if you're looking for a new best friend, but when I posted the Kenny Lattimore stream to his album on our website someone left a comment where can i buy the cd hmm. <laughs> what that's my hey, type of person i might have to hook you up with this guy's email address you could be lifelong friends yes we can exchange cds <laughs> like it's 1996. <laughs> can you still does anyone still burn cds me i just burn not what? This new magic you, album yes on what device see you see you you, you have, have a CD player? I, I mean, my um, I have a my my desktop has a burner on it. So what I do is, if I like an desktop. album, yes, if I have an album <laughs> that I like, I will buy the MP3. And when I buy the MP3, not only will I have it in my library, I will burn it to a disc and I will put it in a closet. Because wow. what I was saying is that someone mentioned the Supper Time album the other day, Static yes. Majors joint. You can't find that on YouTube. The MP3s are rare, but guess who has it? Your boy. Because I got the MP3s, I burned it to a disc, and the disc lives somewhere. It's all about the backups. Hey, man, don't be saying that out loud. Someone might like break into your place and take that CD. 
or sue you. <laughs> no, we lost. Supposed to have that. Did we lose also, that again, Kyle? Aren't we responsible for that even being out there? I felt like that was. Hey, we can't. Let, let's move on. We can't be saying that. <laughs> you should tag. You should tag the songs. Remember, those are the days. <laughs> we we can't we can't get into that. Uh, Swap music. Relax. Um, <laughs> can we talk then? If we're talking about Static Major, and uh, shout out to anyone that still burns a CD. There's going to be a whole generation of people that don't even know what burning a CD is. Tom, that will be your child. Maybe even before <laughs> that. I think I feel like there's probably people in this generation that don't know. Yeah. About burning CDs. That's true. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about? one of the most popular artists out there right now and his collaboration with the late and great Aaliyah, the song Poison. Are you talking uh, about Abel? Abel, I know. My guy. Abel. Abel. So he dropped a new album, but I don't even really want to talk about that because I personally feel like that music is more pop than R&B. But he did uh, put out a song with Aaliyah. Um, Tom, this Aaliyah album is going to have features from the likes of Neo, Future, Chris Brown, Drake, and Snoop Dogg. Does that sound like an Aaliyah album to you? Have we heard? Are these the songs we've heard already, or are these new songs? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The song leaked, I think. Yeah, like some of the songs have already leaked. Um, No, I'm not an optimistic, guys. I mean, if it was like Aaliyah Leftovers, like it was just stuff that didn't make the album, I'd be more optimistic. Yeah, I think they already put that on the uh, "I Care for You" album. Some of those leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, and this is not an insult or anything, but I, I just think that uh, you know, Blackround, the new label, they're trying to you know relaunch, and uh, this will fund some of that. I don't know if that's the intentions, but like, why else wait this long? No, I hear as, you. As yeah. for the music, Kyle, I don't know how you feel about it. I'd love to hear Aaliyah, but I'm not optimistic it's going to be good with those artists. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can I give my two oh. cents here, Tom? Yeah, share your thoughts. Well, because I heard the song, and I think melodically it sounds like a 90s song, which is probably when it was recorded. And I'm not even really opposed to The Weeknd being on the song, because it's not like it sounds like one of those like 80s dance pop songs that he does. It does sound like an R&B song, but my biggest problem is, like you said, Tom, that was a song that was taken from the original and they like filtered out the vocals and they slapped it onto a new beat. And you can hear how rough her vocals are. And it's like that. That's just not fair to her. It doesn't do the song any justice. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm not really looking forward to this album, sadly, even though I'd love to hear new Aaliyah music. I. I'm with you. I would just kind of prefer that they just release like those songs, like how they were originally recorded. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Like at least you get a piece of history right there, but to redo yeah. it and add, like, I'm not even opposed to the features. Like Chris Brown is cool. Um, Neil, we've heard the Neo song and that song was fine, but I don't think it's really necessary to throw all these stars on it. Like we just want to hear a Leah. Ed, uh, Ed, are you good? I don't know. As Uncle Barry kicked me off again, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm You're on my. I can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, I'm on my my um my iPhone Wi-Fi. Let's see if this holds on the hotspot. Anyway, back to this raggedy album. No, I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any faith in it because if the best offering we have is that weekend song with those horribly ripped vocals, mm. I mean, it sounded like a mishmash. It doesn't sound good. And as I warned y'all forever ago, we are not going, if this was an Aaliyah project with artists that she worked with in the past or artists that were influenced by her, I'd even be cool with that. But just random people who are going to get her a bunch of streams, Drake, Future, Mm -hmm. Weekend, the usual suspects with her vocal staple gun glued onto some tracks that don't fit. No, I'm not excited. And we've seen the, the track record of posthumous albums don't really work out too well. Yeah, there's actually, Kyle, um, a whole bunch of Aaliyah unreleased songs floating around out there for many years. Yep. I would almost wish they would just kind of put those together, maybe mix them, master them, 
and yeah. uh, just make that the album and include anything else they've got even if it's like an unfinished song like just to hear something like a piece of history like you said would be really cool so yeah but you uh, know how it is in the music industry they don't want to be putting i mean some artists do put out stuff that's incomplete but i don't think they do it intentionally but like this knowingly is something that wasn't finished yeah, I don't think they would put that out. But Kyle, it's not even it's not even that, though, because they'll put out something that's unfinished. They want something that's going to sell and yeah. move numbers and stream. So you put the biggest streamers on the day, Cousin Chris and the crew on it. And yeah, it'll get a ton of curiosity streams. Yeah. But is this going to be a project true to the artist? Absolutely not. After nah. song, she ain't even met these weirdos. <laughs> that's true. Hey, do you remember when they put out those Biggie albums posthumously? Oh, yeah. The, the Biggie, Biggie duets. duets, and then the uh, <laughs> what was the other the one called? The wall. Born Again. It had like cash money on there. It just it didn't feel right. It was and awful. I, yeah, the cash money song. It was like eight cash money members, and Biggie slapped on it. That's not a Biggie <laughs> song. Biggie didn't know cash money. Hey man, <laughs> that's not as bad as when uh, like Eminem and Fifty Cent took took over those Tupac acapellas for that album. Oh, I remember. I and then they like I turned remember. that into Ja Rule diss songs. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, like Tupac was talking to Ja Rule, but it's like, no, man, that, that's not how that played out. I know that hits you personally, Kyle. Yes. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully this Aaliyah album, Tom, which I think has been pushed back actually, because what? They, they found some new vocals and uh, oh. they want to, they want to make some more songs. Maybe we'll hear with, hear one with her and, uh, Who's that new artist that everyone likes right now? Ed Blue Vandross. Do you know who that is? Blue Vandross. I thought you were going to say Normani. Who is? Is it Blue Cantrell or Luther Vandross? Is it who is Luther? No, it's uh, Luther Vandross. It's Blue. I think that's his name. Young Blue. Uh, Oh no. Okay, I know Young Blue. Yes. Yeah, I know Young Blue. His nickname is like Blue Vandross or something. Oh God, is that like (laughs) what is um Teddy um. T Pain has his weird Teddy Teddy Pendergrass things. Yeah, yeah, like that's ridiculous too. Leave the legends tur- alone, y'all. They're turning over in their grave. <laughs> but this this does remind me. There was one album that came out that I thought was well done, which was the Michael Jackson Escape one. Yeah. Now that one was good because again, it sounded true to the sound. Mm-hmm. You had artists on um, producers who knew Michael, and even though he hadn't done anything with Justin Timberlake. It was still a match for the sound because it was an artist that respect. They didn't put Michael Jackson in the room with 21 Savage. I know he wasn't around, <laughs> but this is the equivalent of what I'm saying. Make sure the artists match up with the sound. You can't just slap sweet potatoes on a plate with like stale doo doo. That's what this is coming on. Stale doo doo. Wow. <laughs> when it gets all Ouch. dry and white and part, that's what this is. That's what oh. this album is turning into. Make oh my the sounds a mesh. That's all I'm asking. At ET Bowser uh, on yes. all formats. That was not, you know, I got someone's opinion. On all formats. Yes. Yes. All right. Ed's uh, Wi Fi is jacked up again. So I'm going <laughs> to pass it over to you, Tom, right now. What? Yeah, your Wi Fi oh. is not looking too good right now. But, Tom, I'll throw it to you for now as we uh, wait for Ed to come back. I think you're good now, Ed. Sort of. Uh, Tom, what's uh, better? Brussels sprouts or asparagus? Isn't that the same thing? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't touch that type of stuff. Are you kidding me? That leafy green stuff? No, no. Ed? <laughs> Wait a minute. Mr. Healthy Man doesn't touch the leafy greens? I don't understand. No. Unless it's mashed up in the smoothie. Like I'll do a kale smoothie. But I won't. I won't eat it. Like, what am I eating out of a tree? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> My God. Oh man. <laughs> that just reminds me of that. Uh, I might. You guys might be too old for it. Land Before Time. That dinosaur yes, movie. Yes. I yes, remember yes. Land Before Time. I'm not eighty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of other things here, uh, just quickly. Uh, Mariah Carey and Brandy announced that they're going to be doing a collaboration soon. Tom, is that does that fit your what you want? artists from the same generation i'm glad you mentioned me for that one i like to ask these questions (laughs) absolutely yeah i would love to see it i mean it's not like 
Brandy and Luther Vandross doing a song. This is two legends from the same generation. Yes. Doing a song. I'm actually curious if, if it's even going to happen. If it's going to come out, if it's going to happen. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, we've, we've yeah. been here before. Guys. Yeah, because didn't Fantasia like have a record that was supposed to come up with Brandy and I forget who the other person was. It was a third person. It was going to be like a trio duet thing, but it didn't come out. Now, I'm not saying that Mariah is the same thing as Monica, but do you remember when Brandy and Monica came back together to do a duet? How did that work out? Well, oh, we remember how it worked out. <laughs> well, the press was good. Like they were on major platforms and stuff. So there's I mean, time. how was the song? Shout out to Rico Love. That's my guy. But we're, but <laughs> we're going to song didn't work. It just didn't. No, I can E.T. Bowser this on Twitter. The song won't great. Oh, man. It won't. Wasn't that However, song talk? Wait, wasn't that song talking about throwing out, throwing out your MacBook and like logging off your Facebook? And yes. Stuff? Oh, yes. Okay. It was that. Song. I will say this, though. Mariah. I feel like she has a certain standard of quality control. Like she's not going to put out something unless it's going to be very good. Yes. I just feel like that. Am I crazy? I don't know. No, that is correct. So I'm, I'm optimistic it'll be something good or else it just won't come out. Those are the two choices. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Tom. I don't know if this is going to happen, but I do think if we get it, it'll be something of quality. Right. Um, doesn't Mary have that same uh, standard, though? Like, Mary usually doesn't put out anything that's, like, really bad. Except that, that DJ Khaled song that came out is kind of <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know when it comes to standard quality with DJ Khaled, because everything she does with him is a hot mess. Yeah, I'm blaming, I'll, I'll blame DJ Khaled for that one. <laughs> oh, I that just is... do that for everything, yes. <laughs> um, uh, some other news I want to touch on here. Jasmine Sullivan, who had a tremendous year last year with Hotels, which at this point, I still don't know if it's an album or an EP, but she's putting out a second part to that. Yes. And as we know, it's Twitter beating me up for. I thought it was an okay project. Nowhere near her best work. So hopefully this one will be a little bit stronger for me. Where did this one rank at in your top 50 albums of the year? Nine in the 50. <laughs> oh, and yes, I heard about that one, but I stand by what I stand by. It would have been listen, number 60. I don't know. Listen, Kyle, we love Jasmine Sullivan, but it didn't make our top albums list either. Uh, but you know, you know what's you know what's weird, though? It made a lot of um, other outlets, you know, favorite R&B albums. So it might just be us. We might just be getting here. He, here he goes. Ed. Okay. Here he goes. <laughs> Let me check these outlets because I need to see if Anthony Hamilton was there, mm. if After Seven was there, if the Shindellas were there, if Raheem and Apollo, and Apollo Brown were there. If I don't see the heavy hitters, then your list is invalid to me. So you can't just throw Jasmine and her up there and say, we're our list. I need to make sure you're covered. But Tom, to be fair, because R&B is such a broad genre now, like, it's not like back in the day where there was just like one sound and everyone was doing that one sound. Like there's some people out there that consider Blue Vendross to be R&B <laughs> and you can't put them in the same box as after yeah. seven. Like that's not fair. So I don't know. It's, yeah, but maybe everyone we need knows. It. Yeah, no, but everyone knows our list is like a traditional R&B rooted, you know, outlet. So like we, we judge stuff that's rooted in that sound. Yeah, we're not going to judge the younger generation. Ed, though, on the other hand, he he encapsulates everything, so you have to take his opinion seriously on it. I mean, but we certainly counted Jasmine Sullivan in our, of course, you know, but we weren't considering like Jeremiah. Did he have an album out? I don't, I don't know, but I think Jeremiah that... uh, had COVID no, last he... year. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was dropping music, Tom. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yes, but to I be don't... fair to Jasmine. Jasmine had a lot of great songs that we celebrated on our... Of course. So yep. that is true. But the overall project, I thought, had its ups and downs. That's why it was not one of the best of the year. To me, if it was on your list, great. Yeah. Uh, can we get spicy? I have, to, I have a question for you guys. 
You asked me spicy if Joe? spicy? Spicy oh. Joe sandwich? <laughs> spicy Joe sandwich. Add <laughs> January. Gonna... <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> well, shout out to Mariah as well. She had that December McDonald's thing that was going on. You know, yeah, woman, when's the last time she's been in a McDonald's? Exactly. I'm not talking about when the camera's yeah, exactly. on. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to ask this question. It's going to set off some fires here. And this is specifically to Ed. Because, Tom, okay. I, I know you don't listen to current poppy, poppy music these days. Okay, no. Ed. So, Silk Sonic dropped their album last year. Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars dropped uh, 24K Magic a couple years prior to that. Mm-hmm. R&B fans are going crazy, calling him all sorts of names, saying that he's just copying an era. I think mm-hmm. Tom Tom kind of alluded to that. Mm-hmm. The weekend, and to a degree, Tory Lanez both just dropped like '80s inspired songs. How come mm-hmm. no one's throwing their hands up about them putting those type of songs out? Oh, yes, they are. You have to remember. You have to remember the audience. First of all, weekend fans are not traditional R&B fans. They don't care. They like. They want him to make the same album over and over and over again because that's what he keeps doing. It's driving me nuts. Mm. So they don't care. Traditional army fans, if you go to the Soul and Stereo Cypher, there were plenty of people who were saying that very thing. And in fact, they disagreed with my review. I thought the album was okay. They thought it was worse because they were like, look, half this album is 80 cents cosplay. I get that. But that is really just a criticism of diehard R&B fans, which is not going to be reflected in those fan bases. Because if you're a fan, you're a fan. Well, that's Tom, you know what I think you can get away with and no one will criticize you for is if you make like a disco R&B album. Like who doesn't like <laughs> that era of music? Like oh, cr- this that's R&B a good point. fans did not like disco player. Like that, oh, man. They looked at disco like we look at auto-tune. Disco was not the thing. I promise you. No, but like he's talking like Doja yeah. Cat. It's like a retro sound yeah like, like like anyone can do that sound that off the wall michael jackson sound like if chris brown did an album full of that no one would complain no i mean but again it depends on the audiences you're talking about because there are audiences first of all i hate having conversations like these not no offense to you kyle but mm. like on twitter because people are so biased in like their rationale so if the artist they love does it, oh, this is great. This is looking back. Someone they don't like it. Oh, look how they're stealing from the genre. <laughs> so like that's why it's hard to have like nuanced conversations about this. It's a very intriguing point because yeah, like I have no problem looking back. I only have a problem when you do it over and over and over and over and over again. That's what weekend does, and that's why it gets on my nerves. But yeah, if somebody well, did a this whole '80s inspired joint. Bring it on! I'll still say this, Kyle, and and I've I've made this argument every time. Yes. Silk Sonic literally sounds like they tried to make it sound like it came out in the '70s and '80s. Literally, yes. like down to the fashion. Yeah, and, and that's different than something that is like inspired by the '80s. Like the weekend, I I didn't listen to the new album, but he had a song like five years ago that was a big hit. I forgot the name. Did you hear it at the gym, Tom? Yes, I used to. That's where I used to hear my my pop music at the gym. Oh man, I stopped going to that gym, so I don't hear pop. But that song was (laughs) was that. Yes, that I don't remember the song. What's the song? You guys remember some Michael Jackson sounding? I can't feel my face. No, no. that's all his songs play. Well, anyway, all his songs are played. The point is. It sounded like it was inspired by that generation. It didn't sound like it was meant to sound like it came out. It, see what I'm saying? I still no, give I, six Silk Sonic Heat for that. You well, know? I, I will say that to an extent. That, like, leave the door open. Yes, that sounds exactly like that. But then their other songs sound more inspired. So it just depends. It's not like the whole album is and leave the door open. But your point is taken. Well, there you go. Um, can we quickly give a shout out here to Money Long, uh, otherwise known as Priscilla Renee? Her record, yeah. Hours and Hours. And we're not in the TikTok world, so we don't really know what's going on. But I just looked at her YouTube stats the other day. 
and her views have like jumped from 300,000 for that video to like 3 million. That's insane. Yes. That, that lets I don't you know. know what it had. It's on somebody's yeah. TikTok. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. hers <laughs> and hers. That's the song that I call it. But I don't know what happened, but somehow this thing has gotten viral. So I'm telling you, Kyle, when we do our 2022 best R&B songs list, how much you want to bet someone says, oh, hours and hours isn't on the list. And we're like, that was on last year's list. Mm -hmm. You're late. There you go. We're always ahead of the curve. Um, yes. And another person we have to shout out is um, Ariel Lennox, who uh, has finally charted on the Billboard 100 with pressure. It's kind of crazy to think she's one of the more popular artists from you know this new generation of R&B. But this is her first charting on the Billboard 100. Really? That's yeah, and that hard to believe. R and B is not that popular, right? Well, well, yes, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. R and B isn't popular, but she's popular. So that's why I thought that she would make more of a, a dent in the chart. So well, good for her, it, I love that song. Ed, if you're popular in a genre that's not popular, you're not that popular, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. Ask her and Jasmine Sullivan; they're doing okay. But <laughs> I see your point. Yes. But that reminds me of like Tiana Taylor. Kyle, did she ever have a hit on Hot 100? No. But Has she Tiana, even had a hit on, on regular radio, though? I don't even. Think so. Tiana is, I, and no offense, because I know someone's going to tear me up, go to ET Bowser, yell at me there so I can block you. But <laughs> Tiana, like, has a presence, but. Other than her seven album, I can't think of one time where I heard a song and I was like, this is a song that's great that should chart. Everything is just okay. And we're like, oh, look at the video. She's so sexy. But other than that, eh, Normani, I'm looking at you too. You're another one. Well, but I know well, her stuff has charted. So. Yeah. Normani is, I think, in a different, well, even her audience is different. So her audience is quite different. Yeah. Uh, but on to Ari Lennox here. And this isn't even about her. But this is a, a wider discussion, a bigger discussion here. Because she recently tweeted out that she's no longer going to be on social media. She's going to give her passwords to the label for them to handle um, their uh, her social media pages from now on. And that leads to my question. Because you guys remember when Twitter first started and artists were actually running their own pages and they were responding mm -hmm. to fans. And that was super cool for everyone because that was like the first time that you could really talk to an artist. Um, and have them respond back to you. Um, over the years, it's kind of now been a place for them to vent, whether it's against their label, against fans. Um, the best thing is when like a random fan says something bad about the artist and the artist somehow finds it and replies back and like calls <laughs> them out. I see that a lot. Uh, but that leads to my like question. My Twitter. But that leads to my question. Is there a purpose or is it ever a good thing now for an artist to handle their own, their own social media? Because from what I see from Chris Brown's actions, from anyone else, whoever goes on social media, it all leads to bad. Like either they're ranting and ends up on headlines. And I guess you could say that's a good thing. But like, is it ever good for them to handle their social media now? Because it all just seems negative at this point. Mm. Uh Go ahead, Tom. Well, so and you know Tom, Tom, let me add this because we see a lot of artists. And again, we're not here to judge whether you're pro vaccine or anti vaccine or oh. all that stuff. But oh, we see I a will. lot. Of, well, we see a lot of our friends, you know, artists who we consider friends of and, and we support dearly. They're speaking out against the vaccine or they're speaking for the vaccine. And is it like, is it in their place to say that? Do we not yeah. just want to see them promote their music? Like, there's this whole conversation. Maybe it's best that it is left to the label who can curate those posts. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'll say this. The majority of the artists we support and follow are not on a label. And you can tell they run their own pages. Yeah. When they run their pages, most of them, it doesn't seem like they're considering their brand. You know, like, how will this impact my brand if I say this? Like, you can tell there's no thought to that. As for a major label artists, I feel like, and you guys can tell me what you think, fans need to t see that authenticity and that realness from them. Like it can't just be like stock messages from a, from a team like that. I think that would hurt them. Um, and then uh, it's almost like all, all press is good press. Like that works for Chris Brown somehow. And so I don't know. That's what I see. What do you guys think? Now 
You know, I got a lot to say about this because this is actually my job and I actually speak at conferences about this. So yeah. hopefully my stupid Wi-Fi doesn't get pulled by the powers that be when I go on this rant. Oh, but there are two things, there are two issues to look at. Tom point is great because it makes sense to just say, oh, just have it run by a label. But the reason why, look at the biggest artists today. The reason why they're the biggest artists ain't because their music is good, because it ain't. It's because people fell in love with the personalities. You fell in love with Cardi because she's Cardi. You didn't fall in love with Cardi because she's rapping like Lauryn Hill. Please. Mm. And to take that away from the artist will be detrimental to their brand. But the problem is, Kyle mentioned like way back in the day before we lost our minds on social media, it used to be a place where you convened and talked to fans. Now it's a place to get on a soapbox. Now it's a place to rant and rave. And you detriment your brand doing this weird stuff. So the whole con the concept of social media has changed. And instead of it being like a place where people meet up and meet new friends, it's where I get on my platform and I say crazy stuff so I can go viral or I can be the new thought leader, so I can be an influencer. Our priority is so screwed up. My suggestion would be to run your own stuff, but think before you hit that tweet button, my God. Look, I know that some of our favorite artists, I know they're my favorite artists, but I didn't ask you to be a CDC representative. <laughs> if you don't know what you're talking about, don't be telling people because you're influenced, you're influential. Don't be out here telling people, I don't have to, you don't have to get a vaccine, just drink a lot of water. Well, you're going to be some waterlogged COVID people. Stop listening to <laughs> Listen to the doctor. Stop listening to somebody who had a hit in 2003. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so if they use their social media responsibly, it's all good. Be you. Be exactly who you are. Connect with your fan base. But don't wild out. Don't throw tantrums. Don't act like you're some Dr. Fauci. Just be cool. And promote your music. What happened to that? That doesn't happen anymore, Ed. I love how Ed, Ed's hating on someone who had a hit in 2003. Ed, how many hits do you have in 2003? Oh, now you sound like Twitter. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Where are your hits? Where are your hits? They got more money than you. Like, well, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I'm uh, still not wrong. <laughs> uh, on a side note, Ed, did you like the little flip song Game Over with the Pac-Man beat? I actually did like that song a lot. And I'm not a little flip fan, but I did like that song. Wow. I don't know. I just thought about that song. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, then what was your point with that? <laughs> that was, I do like that song. That was a hit. It was uh, a hit. Um, yeah. So I think uh, we got to get circle back to Kenny Latham where we got to finish where we start off, started off here, Tom. Did you know, Tom? Actually, you would know because you did the interview that Kenny Lattimore was originally offered love by Music Soul Child. Can you even imagine what that would sound like? Not really. And that would have changed the course of history if he had taken that. It's almost like Back to the Future, if like a different decision was made. Yep. Not saying there wouldn't have been a music soul child, but like who knows what could have happened, it, you know, in either direction. So very interesting to think about, but no, I would never have thought. So that's a pretty cool fact. I don't know. I can, I can hear it, though, y'all. I know it'll be a completely different song, but I can hear it, and I kind of wish it happened. I mean, that is music song. I mean, he should have it. But man, yeah. Kenny on that, that might be <laughs> something. That might be something. I'm just trying to think here. Would that have been a hit for Kenny? It, I, I have a feeling he wouldn't have even picked it as a single. I just no. have a feeling about yeah. that. So yeah. it would have been buried. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't see it as a single. And music would have been fine because he had other songs. It's not like that was his only yeah, song. Yeah. But. That yeah. is a defining hit for him. So history would have changed. Yeah. Uh, but history has changed, and we'll close it off with this. I've seen a bunch of like shows and festivals that are happening this year, which I'm actually surprised R&B concerts are still happening. I, I assume a lot of it's going to get canceled very shortly. But John Rule seems to be headlining a lot of R&B shows this year. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Because well, would I be without you? back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, it makes sense. His biggest audience is 
it's you, Kyle. Like the Ashanti fans who love him from his collabs. Old hip hop heads from 2000, not checking for Ja Rule. I'm sorry. But that's he does have an audience, actually. and that's where it goes. So, what, what is the moral of this all? The moral is <laughs> don't <laughs> change from what you know. Whenever Ashanti is doing something, Ja Rule needs to be like, What you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm going to show up there too. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Oh. Uh, Man, uh, I think that's it for us then, guys. Uh, so in stereo, Ed has uh, Tom. Did you see Ed like started his own like YouTube channel? And oh, yeah. uh, his uh, his video editing um, skills is better than yours. Really? I, I know I haven't seen it. <laughs> How was it? I didn't play it. Would you do it? Catch up, catch up. Go to YouTube. Soul in stereo is the name of the channel. The soul in stereo sessions is essentially we're going to be putting some videos up throughout the year we've got one video up 25 albums of 2021 i got a video we recorded today i won't spoil that surprise but we're gonna have some content up on youtube just trying some different things so go give your boy a like and a subscribe on youtube just soul and stereo you know what's up Absolutely. i never said i was good at video editing kyle i'm actually pretty terrible at it <laughs> yeah yes you are um tom before <laughs> yeah. we start plugging you know i got soul stuff i just read this i had to point it out uh ryan peterson on youtube wrote what's better old r&b or newer old is good newer r&b even from the 90s is disgusting even from the what? 90s is how old is this guy like 76 saying that damn He's just listening to Stevie Wonder, minding his own business, Tom. Well, hey, that's not I, a bad place to be. Remember, yeah. I was in that phase no, for like not. six months. That was me I for like six that. months. <laughs> and I've said it many times before. As much as we complain about R and B, every generation holds their John their their era type. A couple years from now, people will be talking about the glory days of 2010. Wow. And we will roll over in our graves. Well, see, the only problem with. Um, with just listening to Stevie Wonder is like you can't really go back after that. Like you can't really like just go from Stevie Wonder to six lakh. Like that's not possible. Oh, what about oh what about five lakh? Yeah, what? There? Ed, how do you pronounce five lakh? <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce five lakh. What is wrong with these people? Slack. Five lakh. I guess slack. it's slack. Oh, which man. makes Listen. sense with this guy stealing his name. He's a slacker, all right? Ed. Cut slack some slack, all right? Jeez. Never. I oh, never man. do that. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for us. I hope everyone has a good uh, weekend. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to go listen to some Bryson Tiller now and get my 2022 R&B on. Trap Soul is what we call it, Ed. <laughs> what we call it is off. That's what I call it. I hit off oh. on the play button. Wait, Ed, I have a new one for you here. Uh, I read this before we go. Tom, mm -hmm. the artist Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Is that he, the guy from Louisville? You, that's, yeah. You he, do know Jack Harlow. Yes. Yeah. Even he's considered R&B, according to Wikipedia. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. How is he R&B? He's a rapper. Every, <laughs> everyone's an R&B artist at this point, Ed. Oh, my <laughs> Tom, uh, Kyle, it's time to go. Because it's I'm time about to have go. a heart attack. Your Wi-Fi is jacked. Everyone's R&B. Everyone's R&B, Ed. Anyways, your R&B. I, I guess. <laughs> okay, your Wi-Fi is jacked, Ed. R&B is jacked. So we're going to just and shout us. And i head over to White Castle for Joan Uary. All right, guys. We're going to be out of here. will be jacked after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're out. Everyone take care. And uh, we'll talk again maybe next week. We'll see how uh, how, how we do.